Coming up on HIGMT, the Made in China Model Y is seen under wraps, delaminating headrests, significant range boosts across Tesla's upcoming offerings, and Gigafactory Berlin and Texas updates. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, November 28, 2020, episode 18 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. The Made in China Model Y might be a little bit different than the Model Y coming out of Fremont. InsideEVs.com has some spy shots of a heavily camouflaged Model Y touring around the Gigafactory Shanghai factory. What's of particular interest is that Tesla has gone through not only the trouble of camouflaging the outside, but they've also camouflaged the inside of the vehicle as well. Tesla might be looking to update the interior of the Model Y to match customer expectations for China. Seems as though some headrests in Tesla's vehicle line are having some unexpected bubbling issues, and once that has started, there's really nothing that can be done to stop the process. InsideEVs.com has the article illustrating the problem and the possible root cause. According to a mobile Tesla Ranger, the issue stems from the reaction of the chemicals between the vegan leather and the chemicals and oils in our hair. Other than the outright replacement of the affected headrest at a cost of around $300, the only preventative solution is to periodically clean each headrest. Lots of news this week regarding the expected ranges of Tesla's vehicles, both currently in production and future releases. Elon recently attended a battery conference in Europe this past week, and he mentioned that improved versions are on their way with almost 435 miles of range, and that future vehicles are slated to have around 620 miles of range thanks to better, uh, thanks to better battery chemistry and form factor as described in the Battery Day event this past September. At the conference, Elon also mentioned uh, that Gigafactory Berlin will be focusing on producing EVs that are best suited for the European market, which may include a hatchback version of some sort. So I wonder if this is the previously announced $25,000 Tesla EV that was discussed at Battery Day this past September. CNET.com also goes into the delays of the Tesla Roadster and the upcoming Cybertruck and Tesla Semi, so check out the story at the link below. The expected 620-mile range is not relegated to just the current fleet. Elon also mentioned that the Tesla Semi will have the same 620-mile range. This will be, again, thanks to the new 4680 cells, and Electric.co goes into the story a little bit further. Uh, those of you who might remember, three years ago, Tesla had the range of the Tesla Semi pegged at around 300 to 500 miles, but thanks to recent battery cell improvements, Elon is predicting big increases in range once the Tesla Semi goes into production out of Gigafactory, Texas. Switching over to Gigafactory Berlin, Elon also mentioned this past week during the conference that Tesla will be building the world's largest battery cell plant with an initial annual output of 100 gigawatt hours with an expansion plan to 250 gigawatt hours. In fact, Tesla is already expanding the Gigafactory Berlin facility to allow for the battery cell productions even before the main production plant is wrapped up for the winter. There is an expected boost in employees with this announcement as well. Anywhere between 4,000 and 10,000 employees could be hired in the production of battery cells alone. InsideEVs.com has links to the interview with Elon and another video from Torque News, so be sure to check them out with the links below. 
and stopping by Gigafactory Texas for a construction update. Thanks again to Jeff Roberts and Joe Tegmeyer for their drone footage. There are now around 15 concrete columns now in place at the south end of Building 3, along with the first few concrete beams that are going to be used to tie them together. Um, there are a lot more uh, footings getting ready f and poured for Building 1, and the suspected paint area at the south end of Building 3 is progressing with, the, uh, with more newly poured uh, concrete walls. Structural steel is being delivered and assembled for Building 2 with 15 cells in place on the first floor and 6 cells in place for the upper level in the same area. The Gigapress area in Building 3 appears to be getting worked on with lots of soil consolidation activities. Overall, there's lots of activity that is actually happening in the Megapad area with a seemingly endless amount of GeoPair work still going on. Uh, despite everything that's going on, on uh, at Gigafactory, Texas, I still don't see any sign of any underground infrastructure being delivered or even installed at this time. So they must be working their way through uh, the governing bodies over at Austin in order to get um, their permits uh, in line to support the installation of the infrastructure that's going to be needed for Gigafactory Texas. So, And this actually happens uh, from time to time where a developer... Uh, will come in with a big project and they have a really uh, aggressive schedule of construction and uh, while they are working their way through city hall to get the required uh, engineering approved for all the underground infrastructure it's not uncommon for the for permission to be granted from the municipality to go ahead with the superstructure installation seeing that uh, the uh, structural components are probably not going to be necessarily affected at all with the installation of the underground infrastructure but still uh, as these drone flights continue i still don't see any uh any new uh, water main or storm sewers or sanitary sewers being in place so uh, i think tesla is currently working on just getting the building started and wrapped up as quickly as possible well, that should pretty much do it for episode 18. Uh, next week, I have a special episode dedicated to my predictions for Tesla for 2021. And if you have any predictions you'd like to share, you can email them or tweet them over to me and I'll keep track of them throughout the next year. If you're looking to purchase a new Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below or head on over to ts.la slash Matthew 40942. Uh, I checked my account uh, just the other day. It looks like uh, Chatty is my only, uh, right now, my only Tesla friend. So thanks again, Chatty, for using my uh, referral program link. That's great. Uh, overall hashtag for this uh, episode, let's try hashtag king of range. And the hashtag for this uh, podcast is always hashtag H-I-G-M-T. And if you have any feedback for me, feel free to throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And always, you can watch my progress towards the Tesla by visiting howigotmytesla.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for How I Got My Tesla. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. Cubby.